0: What's up, beautiful people, and welcome back to the podcast. My name's Jaren Fitzsimmons, and this is Fitz's Sports Show. Thank you so much for being here, guys. Before we get into it, I just want to remind you guys to follow me on social media at Fitz's Sports Show on all platforms. I would love to engage with you guys, get to know you guys, debate, all that good stuff. Make sure to check me out. And without further ado, let's get right into the episode. Let's go. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much again for being here. It truly means the world to me that you guys would even consider watching this show, or even check me out this far. So thank you so much. Make sure to please, you know, subscribe, whatever you do on whatever podcast platform so you can see the new episodes and, you know, be involved as part of this community. But without further ado, let's get into the first topic, ladies and gentlemen. Patrick Mahomes signed a mega deal. 10 years, $500 million plus extension. So the contract he is already on will carry over. So it's really, he'll be with the Chiefs longer than just the next 10 years. I don't know how many years left he had on his deal. But if you're the Chiefs, well, first off, just congratulations to Patrick Mahomes. I love to see, you know, guys get paid, you know, be able to take care of their families. And, you know, I mean, this is generational, generational wealth. Patrick Mahomes is grandkids his grandkids won't have to worry about anything so you know congratulations to him and this isn't something you see a lot of in the NFL teams aren't really willing to take big risks and sign these huge contracts these long extensions because let's be honest the NFL is a brutal game and you know injuries start to take their toll on a lot of guys and end careers short you know we see it all the time so it's a big risk by Kansas City and it's You know Something that I think will pay off for him, because if you look at it, Mahomes has all the support around him. He has a great head coach in Andy Reid, a great front office, he has a good fan base. Really, the only question is, will the Chiefs be able to find weapons to put around him? Because when you take up that much money for the next 10 years plus, you have a lot of money, you're paying one dude you're not going to be able to pay, you know, a lot of the skill position guys, the wide receivers, your tight ends, you might not be able to get the the flashy defensive end, you know, you won't be able to do that. You got to you got to go budget shopping, right? You better be headed down to the Goodwill, better get ready to you got to find some diamonds in the rough. Now, it's possible. We saw some of those New England Patriots teams with Tom Brady, you know, where he didn't have that many weapons and you see guys kind of step up and with the right coach behind him and the right scheme behind them and if they're used the right way and they're developed they could turn into guys that could produce and put up numbers um it's a lot harder than just going out to sign big names but it is something that is possible i think kansas city if anyone's going to do it they're going to be the ones to find the diamonds in the rough and to develop them but yeah just congratulations to patrick mahomes When I heard ten years, I didn't think it was real, almost because I. When was the last ten-year NFL contract? This is a baseball contract. Excuse me, it's not a corona cough. Don't worry, but this is a baseball contract. Ten years, five hundred million plus. We don't see this in football. We don't see it really out of the quarterback position. We don't see it in any position. So, just congratulations. I don't know if this changes things. I'll tell you what. It sure changes a lot for my Dallas Cowboys because everyone was mad that Dak was asking for the money he was asking for. And now we got this. The price on Dak and the price on the quarter market just went up by a ton. I can't wait to see the deals that guys like Lamar Jackson and will get. I don't know if they'll get as big as Patrick Mahomes, but they're going to get paid regardless. There are a lot of guys who are going to benefit from this deal, so congratulations to Patrick Mahomes. I think it's a great spot. I think it's a great move for both teams. Look, if you're Kansas City, how often does a guy like Patrick Mahomes come around? A generational talent at quarterback already won your Super Bowl, already won an MVP, really the face of the league. You do, you roll out the Brinks trucks. You, you know, whatever you got to do to keep that guy around, you're going to do. So I think it's smart by then. Now, if they can get weapons around him and continue to see success, I can see the Chiefs being good for a really long time. This could be the next dynasty we're looking at. I mean, if you look at what the Patriots have did with Tom Brady, they had consistency, you know. Bill Belichick, Tom Brady. Bill Belichick, Tom Brady. Bill Belichick, Tom Brady. Yeah, they had guys like Randy Moss and people step in and Gronkowski came and he left. You know, you had weapons and people were coming and going. But the one consistent through it all was a great head coach and Bill Belichick, probably the greatest head coach of all time and a great quarterback, probably the greatest quarterback of all time. So when you combine two two or three great things together, usually you tend to have success. And I think the Chiefs are well on their way to building the next dynasty with a guy like Andy Reid, who's 62, who can coach for a couple more years. I doubt he's going to be the guy coaching Kansas City when Patrick Mahomes retires, but he will get to you know, coach for at least—he could coach for—that's not a worry. He said he's not thinking about retiring, so he'll be in Kansas City for a while. You get the consistency there. Then you have Patrick Mahomes, you know, your franchise guy, the face of your franchise, the face of the league right now, locked up long term consistency you know consistency wins in the nfl all the great teams you know it's very rare you see a team come up for a year and then you know just fall off the planet usually if you could teams can stay consistent they can be in the hunt for a long time and i think kansas city with this deal has given themselves an opportunity to be in the hunt for a championship for a long time i think they're gonna be good i really do for a long time they might be the next patriots dynasty you know because like I said, Brady's – well, not like I said, but Brady's out of New England. That dynasty is probably over. Now, the Chiefs – it's like in the NBA, you know, when teams – when their run comes to an end, like kind of how Golden State's run's coming to an end. Now now there's the power struggle in the NBA. Who's going to take over as the premier team, the team to beat? I think Kansas City, they are already the premier team in the NFL. They're the defending school champions, but I think they've secured themselves – A chance to be the next dynasty, the next model franchise of the NFL that the Patriots have been for the last, you know, however many years, you want to go back, you know, before the before the Patriots is the Cowboys. You know, a lot of it seems like it's a changing of the guard in terms of who's going to be the premier dynasty team in the NFL, and I think it's exciting. I think it's fun. It's good for the league to have a young guy like Patrick Mahomes be the face of your franchise. You don't want a guy like Brady. You don't want a guy like Rogers. You don't want a guy like Breeze to be the face of your fr- to be the face of your organization, at least from a business perspective, because those guys they're on the way out. You know it's good the NFL has their dude, they have their face, they have the guy who's going to propel the M- uh, NFL into the next stage of their existence. So it's a good move if you're a football fan. I think everyone's going to be happy to see players get paid. Hopefully, opens the door for a lot of other guys to get paid. And now, let's just get to the next topic right out, right off the rip. Now. All right, topic number two, and this is going to be our debate of the day. So, this is a new thing I'm introducing to the podcast. So, debate of the day is the hot topic, the the main thing we're going to be talking about during the episode is what the episode is going to be kind of built around. Now I'll still do the reactions to the news, like the Patrick Mahomes deal, or, you know, what's going on in the sports. But we're going to have really one key debate of the day. It's going to be our new segment. And then after this, we don't we translate, we'll go into the news and it'll be kind of just be structured in a different way. But for the debate of the day, the first ever debate of the day, who will have the better season, new England with cam or Tampa Bay with Brady. Now, first off, before I even start because I know a lot of people are going to be saying, hey, Cam's not guaranteed the starting spot. I know technically, if you want to get there, technically they do have an open quarterback competition in New England. But trust me, believe me, this is a fits garrand t Cam, if he's healthy, if he's healthy, he will be the starter. If he's not healthy, that's a different story, and that's... You know, not really relevant, obviously. But if he is healthy, Cam will be the starter. So let's let's just get that off right off the bat. In my mind, Cam Newton's the starter of New the Patriots. I don't think they bring him in to make him sit, you know, behind a guy like Brian Hoyer or a guy like, you know, Jared Stidham. No, Cam's going to be the starter. But we'll start with Tampa Bay. When I look at Tampa Bay's schedule and I look at, you know, the weapons they have and coming off last year and who they've added, who they haven't, I think their ceiling with Tom Brady is around 11-5. and five. Now, this is probably more on the high side. Like I said, it's a ceiling. This is the best case scenario for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <coughs> but I think if everything goes well, they fire on all cylinders, they can be 11-5. Now, their floor, the possible worst case scenario, I think is 9-7. and seven. Now, obviously, they can get worse than 9-7. and seven. Obviously, Tom Brady could go down game one. But the, I'm, I'm saying this floor is if they have everyone healthy and if you know there's nothing crazy that happens this is as bad as i can see them being now obviously it's the nfl and crazy stuff's going to happen so they could always go lower but i think it's just more of an indicator of where i think tampa bay is when they have their full potential and when you know maybe they don't live up to their full potential some notable games they play they have a pretty tough schedule they play two games versus new orleans who's not going to be a tough out kansas city once green bay minnesota you know, those are some, some tough teams. They'll give them a lot of trouble. But I still think, you know, they have a top 10 defense, and they have a new revamped offense, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski. They have a bunch of weapons around Brady. I think this team's going to be really good. I think this year they can make a lot of damage. Now, going forward, I don't know. We'll talk about that in a second. But first, New England. I have New England ceiling at 10-6, and 6, so slightly lower than Tampa. This is mostly just because I don't think New England has... Like I said, they've had Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. That duo has been in New England for a long, long time. And I think it's hard to replace a guy like Tom Brady right off the bat and instantly be insanely good. Ten and six is a great year, though. I think their floor is around eight and eight. We realistically I like see them being in between that nine and seven. I think they're probably a wild card team. I do think that both these teams are playoff teams. I think New England will probably have a harder time sneaking in. At least this year, but in the future, they might have it a little easier. We'll talk about that. Um, Some notable games for them New England, they have Seattle, Kansas City, Baltimore, and San Francisco. Some tough opponents. Uh, but like I said, the story here is how do the Patriots navigate in this post Tom Brady world? A new guy in Cam Newton, you know, new quirks, new perspectives, a little bit of a different attitude. You know, it could be really fresh and it could kind of revamp the organization or it could be something that, you know, the Patriots struggle with trying to figure out. You know, in summary, I believe Tampa is going to have the better year this year. I think with their weapons and their defense, I think they're going to have a good year. But going forward, I think New England is in the better position. And here's why. Cam Newton is 31 years old. He's heading into the prime athletic years for quarterbacks. So you think you're going to get at least three or four good years of Cam in this prime, maybe two to three good years in this prime. And then he's going to be on the decline, but still be solid for some years after that. So I think Cam Newton was a great find for the Patriots. Um, Yes, he's had his past issues. If he can leave the issues and kind of how he's been perceived in the past behind him, I think New England is in a great spot going forward. Um, I think New England's probably the best spot for Cam. I think they offer great structure to him. Bill Belichick's not going to have any of the nonsense, but I think Cam will have a chance to kind of have a second life of an NFL career. gets out of Carolina, a new situation. Like I said, sometimes all you need is a different perspective, different feel. I think it will work wonders for Cam. If you look at from Tampa Bay's perspective, they get Brady who, you know, we could sit here and we could have a whole podcast on Tom Brady's accolades. They speak for himself. But he's 42, and I know that he's done a phenomenal job of taking care of himself, staying healthy, all that. But no one beats father time. So I think Tampa could get one or two good years out of Brady. After that, it's a crapshoot. I mean, it's are you gonna really, you really want to build your franchise and you know around a guy who's 42 years old who in two years. We'll be 44 years old. I think you get one or two good more years out of Brady. Then after that, it's going to be tough. You tell me a 44, 45-year-old NFL quarterback is going to set the league on fire. I don't believe it. So it's it's risky from Tampa Bay's perspective. I hope – I see what it is. It's a chance that, hey, we have a chance at going at getting the greatest quarterback of all time. He instantly makes us a contender. We have a good defense already. We can revamp the offense with him, and then we could chase the Super Bowl, you know, to end Tom Brady's career and then rebuild after. I get what that is. I don't necessarily love it. I much would rather have the New England way. And, you know, if you take all the emotions, the fact that Brady was a Patriot for so long and a lot of people wanted to see him retire as a Patriot, take the emotions out of it. New England got rid of the guy that was their guy for so long, but he was 42 years old. He was old, and they replaced him with a 31-year-old former MVP New England looks like the winner in this situation. I think both teams will have a great year. I think Tampa have a better year this year, but long term moving forward, I really do not see how um Brady and Tampa is going to have long term success. I think New England did a great job of cushioning the blow that Brady left with Cam Newton and I think they actually get better almost in the long run. They have a new dynamic in the run game with to cam being able to take off because brady's never been able to take off like cam can so overall i think great move for both teams but new england has my advantage long term while tampa has my advantage more short term next topic last topic of the day now there's been a lot of talk and a lot of I guess discourse going on on Twitter and, you know, in the sports world about Washington, the football team in, you know, Washington wanting to change their name right now. They're called the Washington Redskins. Um, this is something that I was ignorant to for a long time until, you know, really I started to hear people complain about the name and I'm all for changing the name. I understand that is an offensive name if you're a native American in this country and I'm all for, it, I think if anyone's offended by the name and if it's something that is racially charged, especially in the environment that we have in this country, it, it's needs to change. I think now is the time to do it. Honestly, the time to do it was probably years ago, but I'm all for change the name. And if, uh, and if you, if the fact that Washington is going to change their name offends you, then I think you need to look in yourself and have some deep analysis and kind of self, you know, kind of criticize yourself and see why it is that way, because this doesn't change football in any way. It just makes it more welcoming, it makes it more inclusive. And you know, that's kind of the problem with our country right now, is we aren't inclusive. We don't we're so easy to be stuck in our ways and to not see it from another perspective and to get really pissed off and fight up about things that maybe don't matter like the name of a football team football the nfl it's going to be the same whether washington has the name they have now or they change it your life is going to be the same whether they have the name they have now or whether they're going to change it it literally affects you in no way it does not affect you at all so if you have a problem with the fact that the nfl is changing or the what the washington football team is going to change their name to make it more inclusive to make people feel more welcomed, then that's really an indicator of the person you are. And I'm not saying, you know, you're a bad person, but I think you have a bad taking a bad perspective on this thing. And I think you need to do some self and analysis and look at yourself in the mirror and see, you know, why it is you feel this way. Cause I, it's not, it doesn't affect you in any way possible. It's the right call. And I a hundred percent support it. But without, further ado thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode i know this was a short one sometimes they go like that but the good news is we are getting on youtube soon uh probably the next podcast honestly if not the one on friday it'll be on monday and i can't thank you guys enough for being here and supporting me please continue to do so it means a lot to me um without further ado i'll let you guys get back on with your day hope you guys have a good Rest of your week, and I'll see you guys on Friday.